it's more bringing you the juice shots and today is going to be a q a earlier on today i tweeted out if you have any questions any fpl dilemmas anything just hit me up in the comments and i'll try my best to help you out before we jump to the questions i want to say to you tuesday six o'clock live on youtube please join in for the live juice show nick and ash alongside a special guest and a pundit bringing you a quality show light-hearted full of laughter you can get involved in the chat it's pretty interactive Completely different from the other FPL shows that you normally see on YouTube. So please watch it, subscribe, and uh, let me know what you think of it. I'll be intrigued to have your feedback. All right, let's get to the questions. So the first question is from Rams K Vagworks, and he asks, what to do with my Man United asset? Is it time to sell short? Now, whether you're getting nervous feet because of that, that, that last incredible game versus Liverpool, where they got smashed to pieces, I mean, that's just a must be an anomaly. We have to treat it as that. Because before then, Manchester United were running pretty well. And tonight in Europa, they've won. And they've looked pretty good again. You know, uh, Rashford and, and Bruno getting on the score sheet. In Luke Shaw's case, I would prefer to have, uh, whether it's a Brentford or a Brighton defender, surely for the, for the double. You know, and, and um, plus Manchester United blanked the game week after that. So that's going to be a problem for you anyway. I'm not sure I'd want to hold him in this period where there's, where there's doubles and blanks. The only Manchester United player I'm, I'm con well, I've, I've, I own and I'm going to consider holding through the whole, this whole period is Marcus Rashford. He, he's, in that, he's in that groove at the moment where there's no point. If you get rid of him, you're going to have to bring him back. Where with Shaw, you could get rid of him and, you know, the scenery, it could completely change. You might want Chilwell or Reese James or just, just someone else. So I don't see it being as urgent. All right. Me personally, I would uh, move him on for a doubler, but obviously dependent if you've got no other fighters to fight within your team. All right. Next question is from FPL fella, the legend. He asks, what would you own Salah in double game week 29? Now, this is a tricky one, as the next game is a juicy game. It's Bournemouth. So, and you saw what Salah done to Manchester United last week. So it seems like he's got a taste. I mean, he looks good, very clinical. It's good to see that smile back on his face. Now, Bournemouth is a fixture. I'm scared of not owning him because the wildcarders who went in 26, we got rid of him. I think, judging by the question, you still have him, Dan. And uh, he he blanks, doesn't he? So he's got Bournemouth away, but 29. No, he doesn't. That's not the problem here. The problem, you're asking for 29, which is Manchester City away. Very tricky fixture. But it depends how you look at it. Liverpool's one of the few teams, especially on the clock, which causes Pep massive problems. Speed, pace and power is, is how you get at City. Most teams are not brave enough to do it, or most teams can't even get the ball. Liverpool on the clock, winning four, maybe now this is pushing it a bit here, pushing our narrative a bit too much, but normally we win the ball back and our front three would cause them massive problems. Massive, massive problems, especially if I'm not sure what's going on in the media with Carl Walker, if he doesn't play, he's normally there their safety net because he's so fast but Nunes and Salah would realistically rip their defence like if they play high, a high line which City which all top, top teams do Liverpool will be feasting so is that a reason to get rid of Salah but I mean it's not just that he has what does he have he has Chelsea away Chelsea maybe turning the corner and he has Arsenal at home so me personally I've already committed so my answer is yes I would get rid of Salah after the Bournemouth game and I'll be jumping back onto Liverpool in game week 31 where the fixtures, by then it's, it's a nice fixture run, I think. Uh, and then it's Salah and Darwin for me, maybe even a triple up with Trent as well. As the fixtures look good, 
the top four challenge is going to be the only focus by them because I don't see a comeback versus Real Madrid. So yeah, I hope that helps you out. Let me know. You've already benefited from Solar's points last week, so you're, you're still smiling, but um, you might miss out on the City fresh and you could score a double there, fella. So uh, yeah, let me know what you do. Next question is from FPL Nova. Game week 28, I will have two free transfers and my team will be set up perfectly. Perfectly, yeah? Huh? Lucky for some. Game week 29, I may need three, four transfers. Shall I force an early transfer in game week 28 with a free one, even though it may be to a player that might not play, as I have to roll two free transfers? Okay, this is a, this is a tricky scenario. It's a rare one, because we very rarely have the luxury of wasting a transfer. But as you, you've wildcarded in 26, you're in a lovely position. You've set your team up for 26, 27 and 28 by the sounds of it but you want to you you'd have to do transfers basically do you get the points from 28 in the blank which we're set up for even though you've got two three transfers itching you want to use one but if you use one it means you're losing out on 28 points but preparing for 29 points that's that's the in a nutshell am i right in seeing that now if it's for a player in 28 for the low ceiling that you're going to be moving out then maybe you could consider it someone if like a low ceiling player say for example he, the, uh, on the 28 a player like, like a defender that's got very low ceiling of points you could move them on and be aggressive preparing for 29 yeah because you're thinking in your head just say you're thinking that's two points that they might get yeah, okay pushing the ball out they get six but then you're prepared for a doubler in 29 without taking a hit if that makes sense so i think i would use it personally like 28, looking at the fixtures, not much stands out me as being, you know, big, big, huge results. But obviously, <laughs> now I've said this, you're going to see some massive swings. But um, yeah, I think I would make the move, you know. Yeah, I've planned 28 to play with, with, with 10. I'm comfortable with that. It's no problem knowing that 29, I should be set ready. And you'd want the, to have uh, transfers and a team ready, especially after international break. And it's quite some time away. So... Yeah, I, 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 in your case, I probably would use it, yeah. Remove a play with a low ceiling for someone that's got a double with bigger potential for points. That's my take on it. Let me know what you do as well, yeah? Uh, next question. Let me move down and see the next question. is from Marcus. Is it worth transferring the player that doubles in 27 but blanks in 28 for a player with a single game week fixture in game week 27 and 28? So you've got a player that's already playing in 27, 28, but they're single fixtures. But you could move them on now for a double up. Now, if it's someone, again, if it's a player with high potential, so for example, if you're telling me you're going to bring in someone like a Brian Mateco, then I'm for it, yeah. I'm for it. I can see that paying you back. Even though they're going to blank the game week after, I think you could just think about that after. I think you can attack this game week, get the points from it, and then consider that next week. It's a tricky situation that the hindsight is still fresh in my mind from game week 26 where you see i've tried to plan further ahead and got burnt by the immediate right in front of my face maybe am i thinking is that is that help is that making me give you the answer that i'm giving you now tricky one um yeah i'd move them on i'd, I'd bring in a player yeah that doubles in 28 without a doubt there's going to be they're going to have decent ownership these doublers bring one in some of the best whether it's a matoma or ivan tony yeah i think that works Next question is from FPL Sam, Samboy. Hi, I have all my chips left. Lucky you. 
Don't usually ask for help, but have absolutely no idea what the best play is. Trust me, most of the time I don't know the best idea <laughs> what the best play is. But um, I definitely need two Brighton midfielders this week. Is it worth me bench boosting and wildcarding in game week 30? So you've got all your chips. You're in game week 28. Using a wildcard in 28, it's not my, it's not ideal on a blank game week, and then bench boost in 29. So, mm, yeah, so, and your bench is quite nice at the moment, so you, you'd want a bench boost now, you can get that out of the way. 27 bench boosts is, is cool, I've looked at your team, your, your bench is nice, nothing wrong with that. You've got the problem of um, which, who would you remove for your Brighton attackers from that midfield? You've got a lovely midfield as well, that's another question you've got there. But, um, Bench boost on 29, I prefer, but if you do that, you want a wild card now because wild card in 28 is not, it's not as ideal. You might, as well, you might as well get attack 27 as well, prepare a little bit for 28, and then you're attacking 29. Or the option you said, you just you go ahead with uh, get your Brighton midfielders in, bench boost 27, firm 28, and then um, you're going to have to take a couple of hits potentially for 29, and then wild card later on. Nothing wrong with that. There is never a perfect time. We thought it was a perfect time in game week 26 and look what happened. People that didn't miss the deadline destroyed my team. So yeah, there isn't a perfect time. You'd end up having that in your back pocket for, for any other scenarios, which who knows what can happen. All right. But m me personally, I would say to you, I would do what I've almost committed to, but you, you've got the benefit of the gaining the points from last week as well. So I'll, I'll wildcard this week and, and attack the doubles. I'd attack 27 and, 20, and 29. Yeah, bench boost 29. That's my take on it. I'll be intrigued to see what you do, all right? Let me know how it goes. Next question is from uh, Paul Powell. Is it time to ditch Harlan as captain? If so, better, option to, better options to consider. Well, Harlan's always a perfect captain candidate. I captained him last week. It looked like it was a flop. Most people went Sarkar, but then Sarkar blanked and Harlan got the assist. So, psh, not too bad. He's still going to be a captain material throughout the whole season. Not much changes. Maybe a fixture. Maybe if other teams have either better fixtures or doubles that could sway you away. So in this case, in this game week, for example, Tony, Matoma, McAllister, one of the Brighton, uh, Brighton midfielders are going to be more captain maybe than Haaland. But Haaland can make them pay. Simple as that. He's playing Crystal Palace. Could easily bang. So... I don't think you, you need to stop considering him, but then you need to pick your battles and think, when is the best time? Me personally, I'll be going against him. I went for him last week. I'll be going against him this week with a doubler, whether it's Ivan Tony or Matoma. So, yeah. And he's last, uh, looking at some of Haaland's points, in the last 12 games, he's returned eight times. I mean, he's still consistent. Not big hauls. Big hauls wise, what's he had? In the last six, he's only returned six points plus in two games, a six and a ten. Not the big horse maybe we've seen at the start of the season where he was just scoring hat-tricks for fun, but we knew that couldn't continue. No football player can continue doing that. So, yeah, keep it simple. When Holland's got an easy fixture and City are not interrupted, whether it's Champions League, you and you, and you, you predict Man City are going to win by four or five or three, He's the best captain candidate normally. He just he, he scores all the goals, so yeah, I'm comfortable. I'll, I'll, I'll keep considering it. All right. Next question is from FPL Singh. In your expert expert, yeah, 
No experts around here, mate. In your expert opinion, brother, who is the central double game week player? As I have one free transfer and my mini league rivals are nearly overtaking. So double game week players in order, I'd possibly say my, my three favourites, maybe Tony, Matoma and maybe McAllister. Yeah, between them three. If it's just out of the two, say Tony and Matoma. That, that's me, me personally, so I would say to you, I've seen loads of discussions, whether it's threads or other videos discussing the Brighton midfielders and there's no rationale behind it. You pick the, your favourite one. <laughs> pick your favourite one. They're all good. Pick your favourite one and just commit to it. I, I like Matoma. I've got Matoma in March. That's the two I've got. McAllister done the business. It's a sub to lost the way it works. So you pick McAllister, watch Matoma go crazy. So yeah, I'd say pick the ones that... But to Ivan Tony's up there with them as well. Yeah, between them two, yeah. Next question is from Roberto Hollis, Yellow Army. Now, would you start Gabriel or Trippier this game week? So let's start there. I'm going to start Trippier over Gabriel. It's a painful one. Gabriel's got Fulham and I uh, can't remember Newcastle's fixture off my head, but I think it's a decent fixture, but plus Trippier just with the set pieces, it's enough to do it for me. I know they've struggled recently, but I'm not sure if it'd be harsh for me to say I'll have the wheels fallen off. I fancy Trippier this game week. So at the moment in my bus team, he's in there. So I'll I'm not going to suggest something to you and then I'm doing something different. I'm fully committing as well. I've got trips at the moment. I'll let you know if I change my mind. It's a tight one because Gabriel against Fulham could keep a clean sheet, score a header, who knows. But um, yeah, at the moment, if you pushed me, it's Trippier starting. Um, continuation. Would you bring in a second Brighton midfielder alongside McAllister and then field 10? Take hits in 28-29 or just roll with a stupid hand with no hits. Like, I love that stupid hand pick. I've got him as well, as well as two midfielders. But in your case, for the double, especially 29, there's a small risk that stupid hand could miss a bit of the first game, considering I think he's timing of how, when he flies back. But I'm not sure about that. Is that just scaremongering? Or... He's a lovely pick anyway, regardless in FPL. But I do like the, I do like chasing the, the attacking the Brighton attack. Excuse me, I do like chasing the points there. I think that's where the, where the gains. I think they'll concede the defense. They're all right defense. They're okay defensively, but they're deadly attacking. So I would I would chase the attack. Yeah, I, I would get another one in alongside McAllister, whether it's Matoma. Yeah, I, I'd go for it. Let me know what you do as well. It's always a hard one when you have to take a hit, and especially when you've got a player really like stupid and. Uh, so tight, call could go either way. So don't come back for me if, if that goes wrong, yeah? <laughs> and the last question is from the lovely Delia. Is it a mistake to bench Rashford? I, I just have too many in attack. <laughs> I think, I'm not sure if you were wildcarded in 26, but a lot of us did, and we've got, we're spoiled for options, hence why a lot of us are considering bench boost, and we're gonna have benching headache and benching points. Now. That's a given. There's no escaping now, unfortunately. I can tell you what I'm doing. I'm doing Rashford starting. That fixture's too juicy. He scored again tonight. He's just, you know, some don't believe in form. Some don't believe in confidence. Some, but I do. And I think he's in that moment where everything he touches just works. Like he really is. He's just, he's playing well, of course. Like confidence is not enough. He's playing well. He's doing all the right things. And Manchester United are, he's getting into good attacking positions. 
I can't bench him. No, I, I fancy him to outscore whether it's Martinelli or Odegaard. So the players that potentially could be on the bench and players you might have. Yeah, I'm starting him. No chance I'm benching Rashford. No, no, he's flying. Let me know what you do as well, all right? I always say that. Please get back to me. The feedback is what does it for me, all right? I want to know if you've got the green arrow. No, if it was a flop, if your bench scored much more than Rashford, all right? Let me know. On that note, that's all the questions. Please like and subscribe. Tune in again for more videos from whether it's me, Ray, Nick and Ash. We've got the Jew shots coming in. And the live show, don't forget, that's at Tuesday, 6 o'clock. All right? Anyway, on that note, I wish you a good night.